Grace, mercy, and peace from our God and our Father, through Jesus Christ to you, Daryl, to all your family and the many friends and fellow members here at Zion. To all who are gathered here this day, the peace of our triune God come to you this day through word and by the Spirit. Amen. Wives, mothers, stepmothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, friends, Christian sisters. They are such wonderful gifts from God. They are a blessing. This is indeed the God that we have, a God who gives, a God who blesses. That Marian knew this and confessed this faithfully in her life, faithfully at her death and all the time in between, times of struggle, times of suffering. We have a God who gives and a God who blesses. We all come into this world in the same spiritual position. Ephesians 2 lays it all out for us. It is said we are born dead in our sins and trespasses. This then bears fruits throughout our lives in actual sins, the wrong stuff that we do or in the good works that we fail to do. This is the reason that every one of us, should our Lord tarry, every one of us will someday die as well. Sin, original sin, has its result according to our first parents, Adam and Eve. This is what the lessons from Holy Scriptures point out to us. This life of this fallen world with sins will end in death. Job experienced it. The people of Ephesians and St. Paul knew it. Nicodemus also came to understand this to the words of Jesus and what he meant when Jesus said, unless one is born again, another birth, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That we are all born sinful and unclean. We are by nature children of wrath and a whole new birth is necessary. A gift of faith in Christ is needed. That is the only way that we confess with hope and trust in God, like Job did. That at the last in our flesh we shall see God. But the resurrection will come, and at the last in our flesh we shall see our God. So the Lord blesses us by his word today, as he has done in all days, about how this happens. That this new birth happens when it is given from above, through the water and the Holy Spirit, that is, in holy baptism. It is in that water, that life-giving water, that new life is indeed given, that the gift of faith in Christ is given, that it is given solely by God's grace. None of us, not a single one of us, has deserved that gift at all. But that our God, the God who gives and blesses, is the God who gives and blesses through baptism. Marian is baptized. God worked a miracle in that water with the word and the water and the Holy Spirit with it. Gave her faith in the Son of God, in Jesus. By that, for all her life on earth and now all of her life to come, God has blessed her. He gave her a new life to live, one that continues even today. 
a life that is by no means over, but a life which awaits, while in heaven, the resurrection of all the dead here on earth. This new life is what made Marian who we knew, who we all understood the sin and so forth, for we are all too familiar with those from our own selves. But the Marian who loved, the Marian who served, the Marian who looked out for others, the Marian who suffered, the Marian who confessed, The Marian who did good, that was the result of what God had done for her. For not only was a new life born of water and the Spirit, not only was this gift of faith in Christ here and given in baptism, not only then were good works laid out before her for her to walk in, but that Jesus, first and foremost, the work of Jesus was found in that gift of God given for her. That Jesus, who was lifted up, crucified by Pontius Pilate for our forgiveness and our life and our salvation. That Jesus, whom Job trusted in. That Jesus, who is the grace and kindness of God on display for us all. That Jesus, who was the absolute proof of God's love for us. That Jesus, who is God's love for us. That Marian was baptized into his death and his resurrection. And that changed her life. It changed her life as a family member, as a mother, as a wife. It changed her life in her community, able to serve the various vocations and callings, giving glory to God, the creator. It changed her spiritual life. It changed her ability to endure suffering. It changed her and made her able to die a holy death. That is, a death with faith in Christ, because Marian had the righteousness of Christ, the gift of God that covered her sins and made her not only die with Christ, but also rise with Christ and now be seated in heavenly places. Since Marian had Christ by faith, she could acknowledge all the blessings of God that were put before her, even harder times. Since Marian had Christ by faith, she could gladly come to church. She could hear God's word. She could receive the Lord's Supper. She could confess her sins and hear God's word of absolution for her. Since Marian had Christ by faith, she could care for all those other people in her life, starting right at home. These are the good works that God had prepared beforehand for her that as his child she would walk in them. It is not any different for you. You too were born in sin. You too are by nature a child of wrath. But you are also people for whom Christ has died. You also have the promise of baptism, the promise of that gracious gift of faith in Christ. You have the promise of the resurrection unto life everlasting. That is what Christ has done for you. The blessings that we thank God for in this earthly life of our sister in Christ are also there for you this day. There is forgiveness of sins. There is renewal of life for you. You can love and serve in the good works that God has prepared beforehand for you. You can attend church with the same fervent zeal and desire that Marian had been given. It is not beyond what our Lord can do. Christ Jesus is risen, and Marian too shall rise. 
Christ Jesus has risen and you too shall rise in your grief, in your suffering, in whatever situation this life has found you. There is new and eternal life for you in Christ Jesus. That changes everything about your life now. You may weep right now, but there comes a day for all of us when those tears will be wiped away at the glorious coming of your loving Lord Jesus Christ. So you weep, but you weep with a hope for what Christ will do for all who put their trust in him. You endure trials in every hardship, knowing the eternal trials and hardships have already been born for you by Christ when he was lifted up on the cross. You endure faithfully because you have been given new birth from above. You no longer have a hopeless life of being children of wrath, but instead you are children born of water and the Spirit, children born by the grace of God, baptized, forgiven, alive together with Christ and all who you have believed in him before you. Yes, even and especially today, our sister Marian. This shall not end in death. Your risen and living Lord Jesus is proof of that. In your flesh you shall see God, because your Redeemer lives. God is rich in grace, rich in mercy, rich in blessing. Through the love he has lavished upon you by the giving of his only begotten son, you have salvation. You have eternal life. You have hope. You have something more yet to come. In the coming ages in which the suffering of this present age cannot be compared with the glory that is coming. God has sent his son in order that the world might be saved through him. Marian believed this in her heart and confessed this with her mouth. Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, has been lifted up. He has been crucified. And Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead to the glory of the Father. He lives and he reigns to all eternity. His work of salvation is complete. He has earned forgiveness for the whole world. Forgiveness for Marian. Forgiveness for you. May this glorious truth, this gift, and this blessing of salvation bring you all comfort and peace. May it always draw you near to hear God's words amongst God's holy people until the time when you join that holy people in the church triumphant. In the name of Jesus, amen. And may the peace which surpasses all human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting.